sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey, Guardians fans. Uh, We have a jam-packed episode for you here on the California Penal League podcast. Uh, The first half of this episode we recorded prior to the Guardians clinching the division, but there's a lot of good, juicy stuff in there, so we wanted to have it included. Uh, But the second half of the episode is recorded after the Guardians clinched the AL Central, and we are still pinching ourselves uh, when we say that out loud. But the second half talks about the division title and uh, looking ahead to the postseason. So it's a jam-packed episode, but there's a ton of good stuff. And uh, we're excited for you to give it a listen. All right, let's not pop that champagne quite yet. Oh, it's on ice, though, man. It's on ice. I'm holding off, baby. It's ready. It's ready. I I have tarped up my whole house uh, in anticipation of what's to come. The the kids think it's like a Halloween decoration. (laughs) I bought goggles for the whole family. uh, And I've got... (laughs) I've got a giant bin of Bud Light in a cooler. That you gotta go with the B Diesel, man. Everywhere. They, go, they have B Diesel in the locker room. <laughs> they do B Diesel. That's true. Come on. Uh, we are California Penal League podcast, um, and we are record coming to you after record. We are recording coming to you after the Guardians pulled off a beautiful sweep of the Chicago White Sox. A somewhat. I mean, somewhat shocking sweep from the standpoint of it certainly looks like the White Sox had just gave up. They it are done wild. with this yeah. season. Um, they saw that bad. in the first inning of the second game yes, where they're I just cutting oh, balls all over the infield. It was amazing. Yohan Mankata still has a job, miraculously. You know, if, oh my if God, Russo yes. was still managing them, how many laps would he make Mankata run after that game last night? Can't come I back. I believe into he's the also signed. <laughs> you get to do. Laps. I believe he's also signed for quite some time. He he's got yes. like a decent deal. So they got a whole host of problems over there. But uh, the Guardians are uh, as of tonight, uh, while well, seven games up in the standings, eight, as Chris pointed out before this, uh, if you count the tiebreaker uh, for the AL Central. I, I mean, it's. As good as done as you can imagine, barring, and I don't want to record later and have to think about what I just said, but barring like yeah. a monumental epic sort of collapse. I mean, our magic you're, number is you're five Cleveland Guardians are going to win the AL Central. I, I I just like knowing that it it would t- it would take a lot, and I we get our final six games at home, which is a great feeling against the Royals. Final nine, um, hopefully final nine games. Oh, you're right. Final nine games at home. Um, we have the Rays, Rays home, and Royals. Yep. Ooh, I like that. I like that. And we might, we might knock the Rays down to the point where they're going to play us because that six seed is quite the battle right now. That's true. That actually has pretty yeah. big implications for for both us and who and and the Rays really. Because honestly, if, if I'm the Guardians, I'm going to do my best to try and avoid the Mariners based on how yeah. that series, those two series went. So if you can make it. If you can get yourself into a position to play the Rays, who you've played well this year, yes, I would. I would certainly take that chance, especially with like I think McClanahan just got hurt again in his last start. I think he, I think he left the game in his last. Yeah, start. and then Yandy Diaz and uh, Rosarina are having a fist fight in the uh, parking lot after yesterday's game, which was oh, interesting. Was it in the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
I, and then I saw that uh, I think a Rosarena was like, oh, we just had some words. We had to work things out. And it was just them brawling in a parking lot. Maybe there were maybe some league dues were, were turned in late. Oh, another fantasy yeah. football. It is fight. fantasy football season, dude. Yeah, That's true. It is. Um, Told you we needed the so money before the draft. If I had to take my chances. <laughs> yeah, this is why you collected the draft. It's a five dollar buy in. too. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. It's more for price. In the spirit of the Rays. Right, exactly. I so yeah, so I mean, I I guess just I I did not envision. I mean, when you were it's like when you were going into that series, well, especially after the White Sox pantsed the Guardians uh last Thursday in that day game. That made me nervous. In, yeah. It made me a little nervous going into that twin series. You were thinking this is like I mean, these are gonna be epic brawls and battles each one of these games and to the twins credit that really was the case i mean the guardians had to come back on friday Mm -hmm. um they had to outlast them in 15 on saturday a game that chris and i both went to um Uh, into sunday into sunday when you guys were at that game oh man we made it to the 14th we after the 14th inning we were like do we have to go it was like 12 45 yeah i couldn't take it I could not take it. Uh, I'd been downtown for eight hours. Um, and then Sunday, you know, losing the one one to nothing, which was tough. And then, you know, coming back on Monday. So anyway, they were all tough games. But I mean, going into those, going into that twin series and even into this White Sox series, it was like, you're feeling pretty good, mm-hmm. but you just never know. And I mean, I don't know how you, so they won eight of the nine against the White Sox. That was amazing. And, I, can't, I, can't, no, I still no, can't believe um, seven, they of the eight, seven of the eights. Well, yeah, or no, yeah, no they the won. Eight. Yeah, seven of the eight, but if you include twins, that other White four, Sox four game. Those. So, well, who cares about that? It was really, it was really seven. Of, we were seven and two in those nine games. In those nine, yes. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. That's pretty incredible. Which I'm pretty certain, I'm pretty certain I texted you guys before that, even before that first Sox game saying, all right, let's just go two and two against the White Sox and like three and two against the Twins. And that sets us up perfectly. And somehow that put we me in a good managed to do better. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, because I mean, you, you were thinking like, okay, this, the race is going to go down to the wire. It's going to be, you know, final weekend type of stuff. And you're looking at the Royals coming into town and maybe you clinch it in one of those six games. But I right. mean, Holy cow. I they I and I I think we've talked about this before is like I am so glad that they had their like tough stretch at the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. And they seemingly worked out all the kinks because not only do you have guys like Stephen Kwan just like carrying the offense uh and guys like Jimenez, Rosario, uh Gonzalez, the, the usual suspects like doing their thing. But now you've got a guy like Miles Straw who is like on fire in September. He was in like, I mean, he's hitting well over 300 in September after heading having into, like the heading worst into August today, of all time. After, so heading into today, since Labor Day on the 5th, that was 17 games. We were 14 and three. Now we're 15 and three. Uh, but he was hitting a slash of 371, 418, 468. Oh. From your from your nine hitter, that that's when yeah. you're eating good. I mean, there's really nothing more you can say other than like we're firing on all cylinders at this point. If our number nine hitter is and, hitting 400 almost, and can, <laughs> so, can we, yeah. oh my god, can we pause for one second? 
the lineup that Terry has put together the last two games. I've oh, I've been eggplant emojis all day long. <laughs> well, that's a good that's a good um segue into Silly Willie, our good boy Silly Willie Brennan, who <laughs> has made his debut. Um, I think people. I mean, I know is you that haven't. A, wait, is that his official? That's his, that his Twitter official handle. Silly I think. Willie. Yeah, I think that's, that's his, his Twitter, Twitter handle. Oh, really? Silly Willie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Easier. Um, I, I think people, I mean, I, like I said, Chris, I don't, I know you haven't, but I think to some extent people have slept on him a little bit just because he doesn't have like a massive, like power profile or anything. But when you look at his, and I think he was uh, an eighth round pick in 2019 yeah. and he's yep. moved up the ladder. Um, he's literally hit at every stop, but you're talking about a guy who's hit over 300 everywhere he's been in the minor leagues. And yeah. He basically is like he's Stephen. He, he profiles basically like Stephen. I was going to say. I was going to say. If you go to the MajorLeague. dot com top thirty prospect, and you read his uh, scouting uh, pro profile, those words are literally in there. You know, he profiles a, a Stephen Kwan like hitter, maybe not quite high, as high of an average, with a little bit more pop, but. I'll, I'll take it. I mean, also, and he can also, play all three, if you're gonna put all three outfield positions. You literally yeah, defensively have, look at our outfield. You literally have three with center Quan fielders. Straw. Now, mind you, collectively, collectively, all three of those guys might hit twenty home runs in a good season. I was gonna say, do you think? <laughs> I don't even know if they could. I don't even know I, if they could oh, hit twenty. No, no, no. Dude, twenty is like twenty say, is like I, the max. I think Quan can get up to like eight home runs a year because he's already at five. Yeah, he's like yeah. he's starting to put it together. Well, so I think he could be an, he could be an eight to ten home run guy if he gets fast, the weight room a little bit. But don't uh, don't don't give too much away just yet, buddy. We have to bury okay, the lead a little bit. Also, got, Oscar Gonzalez. Oh my god, Oscar yeah, Gonzalez. That breakdown you did of his one hundred sixty-two games. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, well, I, yeah. What, but, what do you, you know, got for that, Chris? Well, okay. I've made no. Was he bones projected about, at one sixty two? Oh, you want to talk about Gonzalez? I was going to circle back to Quan for a second, but we can do. Uh, that. There's just so many good things to talk about. We can just I mean, we can just zig, like we'll zig, where you, we'll zig and zag. Okay, let's do let's do Gonzalez, and then we'll yeah. go to Quan because your Quan stats are awesome too. Yeah. So uh, you know, an Oscar Gonzalez season over one sixty two, based on his season this year, uh, because that's the only numbers that we have. But it's like eighty extra base hits, um, fifty-two you know, doubles, fifty-two doubles, <laughs> uh, nineteen home runs, seventy-nine <laughs> RBI. You know, I mean, Jeez. his batting average is just a shade under three hundred. OPS plus, you know, one twenty-five. Wow. The OPS is I mean seven eighty-six, which it's like, come on, like you have to assume too, though. That as he gets a little a little bit more acclimated to like major league baseball, fifty two doubles probably turns into potentially like thirty home runs. Exactly. Well, right. and and so like Absolutely. I was also looking at okay, because the big gripe on him ha- right now has been that he is aggressive. All right, let's just tell you know in the off season, let's just you know just tell him to go work on plate discipline. Try to get that walk, 
Because the one, the one thing, the one stat is the walk to uh, strikeout ratio is twenty seven walks to one hundred thirty three strikeouts. And to be completely I mean, honest, I can live with one hundred thirty three strikeouts over the course of a full season from a single play. Oh, speaking of strikeouts, speaking of strikeouts, uh, I, let me go on a quick little aside here. I do have some news for you guys. We I, finally have a player who has matched <laughs> the amount of strikeouts Fran Mill Reyes had with the Guardians this year. It took 600 at-bats, but Ahmed Rosario finally hit 104 <laughs> strikeouts. <laughs> and that's the only other player to match Over the 100. 104 strikeouts wow. that Fran Mill Reyes had. That's a crazy stat. That is. Reyes had 104 strikeouts in like 260 maybe at-bats. It was something like, Jesus. I mean, he almost struck out at a 50% pace. This he's season. cooled and off, it, hasn't he? Yeah. I haven't heard yes. people complaining yeah. about him. I mean, no, no, he's one's, back to his no, one's, no one's bringing out the pitchforks and torches, but as far as I've heard, but I mean, the Cubs are the Cubs fans even aware that the season's still going on? Oh, or have yeah. they turned no, their attention to really... the Blackhawks and Bears? Yeah, no, they're, they're playing out the string guess at this what, point. Guess what, Chicago? Your basketball team is about to suck too, but we're not, this is not a basketball podcast. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> it will become a little bit more as the season gets started. We'll get we'll we'll sprinkle a little in there. I mean, yeah, some Donovan Mitchell. I'm, I'm feeling and, pretty oh, good oh. about myself and, and my calves. Oh my god! But that's our a, kiddos. A, that's oh. another topic for another day. Uh, but you know, Chicago, you're on alert. So suck it. Enjoy, enjoy your geriatric manager too. You made the list, Chicago. <laughs> but um, uh, d- what were you gonna say, Steve? Oh, I was going to say, kind of moving on to like Quan. I well, mean, I, was, I mean, I, the one thing I was going to just kind of finish up on Gonzalez before hitting on Quan is if Gonzalez can even just get his walks up to like somewhere in like the mid forties, cut down on the strikeouts just a tad bit, and like you said, some of those doubles become home runs. You're cooking with something. Oh, baby. I mean, oh and, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, there's a reason why that. There's a reason why they were able to just drop Fran Mil Reyes for nothing. Yeah, and how they've been implementing him at you know DH last night, and then tonight he was back in right field with Will Brennan on the team. We can just kind of cycle through our four outfielders. Now, now, what, what? Can, assuming Brennan continues to just sure. kick some ass, what's some weird stuff we can finagle to keep uh, Brennan there in the postseason? Well, is Plesek, he might be injured still. I'm hearing bad things. Yeah, about so I did find that article that you're alluding to there, Babs. And right now, since he wasn't on the 40 man before September, we would have to finagle some things and massage a couple of things. Um, and like you said, Zach Plesek, Oh, I don't think you're. I don't. I. I don't think you've made the strides that you need to, buddy. Um. <laughs> so maybe I will a sixty-day IL stint is yes. in order. And if that happens, I, I have then, a sneaking suspicion. I have a sneaking suspicion Zach Plesek has pitched his final game. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That would be I my think you know. I think assessment. he and I think he and a package of prospects to Pittsburgh for Brian Reynolds 
wouldn't be the worst thing this offseason. Dude, I don't think we're going to that, – that's happened. Maybe we'll get some of those uh, Permini Brothers sandwiches. I'll take some but Permini Brothers. Eat. Yeah, you know, I'll take those. Permini too. Brothers. I'll take some of those. Well, <sighs> I'm still putting it out there, fast. I mean – I'm still putting it out there. <laughs> hey, man, Boy. if they do it, I, I, will, I will be insanely shocked. Yes. Well, you, I mean, at some point, I mean, we keep we keep talking about it. We keep talking about it. It's like eventually, you're going to have to unload some of this. So it's like, you know, where where I, I know they've been trying Nolan Jones and Gabriel Arias at other positions. You've still got like have Will they, Benson floating have they around. Been starting playing Nolan Jones anywhere besides right field? Because for the longest time, they I keep was talking keeping, about it. I kept keeping an I, eye I, on I it. I thought he was doing some first. I thought he was playing some. He first. was supposed. He was supposedly going to. Well, then they moved. Then they moved Arius over there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. So God only knows. I mean, I think. <laughs> so I haven't I paid know. attention in the mean, last two weeks with Nolan Jones. To be completely honest. So, so you, I, I had thrown it in our text thread about you know if we're going to bring up one of these young guys for the playoff push or for the playoffs. Who are we doing? Is it Arius? Like, what? What? What is your? Do you have a strong opinion? Well, I keep, well, I keep like feeling like I, I feel like people just sleep on Will Brennan a lot. Is yeah. because he doesn't have the profile of like an exciting. It was like Quan, where it was like, oh, like a contact guy, cool. But you're talking about a guy that just flat out knows how to hit. And if you're seven, eight, nine right now, is going to be Brennan, whichever catcher that day, and Straw. I'd put that seven eight nine against anybody. Yes. Anybody. Right. Yes. Yeah. No, it's great. All of a sudden, it, all of a sudden, I mean, I am so excited about our our uh, our lineup. Like, I, it's it, this has been such a um, a long, <laughs> exhausting, sometimes stressful, frustrating year. But we're, the fact that we're here now and we are have a magic number of five is just. This has they been are. one of my favorite Guardian slash Indian seasons ever. Oh, oh easily. Reg- yes. Regardless easily. of what happens, even if we get swept out, I hope we don't. But just getting these young, we've talked about so many episodes, just getting these young guys playoff experience is so invaluable at where we thought we were in this process. Yep. I think it's just been like a satisfying year because I think going into it, we all thought, I mean, we all pegged them at like something like, you know, 85 to 87 wins was like, that would be great yeah. if they somehow could do that. And I think yeah, collectively, I think, yeah, you're right. we, yeah. we kind of landed around there. And now they have a shot. At, they could hit 90 if they... Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, I'm still saying, I think who, I think it's a race to 87. Whoever gets to 87 between us and Chicago wins the division. So anything beyond that is gravy. Plus, mm-hmm. I think yeah. 87 wins was also what we had in 97. And... I'm very superstitious. Ooh, that's true. It was 87. Was it 87 or 88? It was maybe 87. Let me double check. Let me check it. You well, that's the I'll thing. Check You're it. probably right, Chris. But the it's one of the two. The I know funny that. thing is, like, I, I do love that. Like, you know, and I don't really pay too much attention. Uh, to this, 80, but I love 86 and 75. 86. Oh, 86. Okay. Ooh, wow. I love that. So many people are like, oh, well, it's just a product of the AL Central being ass. Don't. It's like it. Don't even worry about it. And I oh, just and they're like, that. good luck next year when you play everybody. It's like we're gonna play a, a lot of bad teams next year. Yeah, we still. So thank like, you. It, well, we still get like three games about, against like, Pittsburgh, guys. 
yeah, now we have, yeah, now we have three games against Pittsburgh. Like, well, see, yeah. that's the thing is nobody nobody raises a stink about the Cardinals because we're all too enamored with like Pujols going for seven hundred or whatever. But like the the Cardinals get a pass all the time for getting to play the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Reds, and nobody yeah. says anything about the Central and the NL. It's always the AL, AL this. When collectively there's a better there are better records in the AL Central than there are. Now, in the NL, the one thing I will say, teams. the one thing I will say is, if Chicago and Minnesota are a little bit more healthy next year, that does concern me a tad bit. I'm well, not worried about Minnesota. I don't think Korea is coming. back. I don't back. think Korea is coming back, and I definitely don't have faith that Brian Buxton can play more than 120 games. No, Byron Buxton. They're going to have like, to. He, he, if he can play a hundred, they will be happy. Yeah, I think this year he's played ninety eight, or what? Or when I last looked, he had he had just been under a hundred. Yeah, but there's no way. I, I don't see that guy ever getting much beyond one twenty in a season. Not unless they just make him a DH, which like I don't understand well, why they're not going to do that. I know, and you know, what? I he's mean, not he's not that young. He's twenty seven or twenty eight right. years old. I mean, like at this point with his health, like you just signed him to a huge deal. Why yeah. are you not? Why can't you just accept the fact that he's not going to be able to play center? <laughs> just it's over. It's Dude, done. It, it, that that took so many years off of Griffey's career. Just make the move, move him to right. Grady Sizemore. And, yeah, Grady Sizemore. Don't even move him to right. Move him to left. But wear and tear on a left fielder, I feel, is far less. Oh, you're right. If you had yeah, to I keep playing d- him, I mean, if you, if I if guess you, it depends on their yeah. their stadium. Yeah, and and well, right field's got that weird overhang and that big wall. I I wouldn't. I don't know if I necessarily would mess around with that. Yeah. Anyway, I I think you're. Pro- I mean, Chris, you're probably you're probably right that like I mean, unless the White Sox are just like, well, I will say this: unless the White Sox are like pretty oblivious there might be some changes there next year i mean we 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 rag on them a lot and deservedly so they're gonna have to do a manager change and i was just about to say does does is there in any way is there a way that la russa comes back i i think there's a possibility of it but i don't know if he has the leash even to the all-star break. Well, dude, I mean, with his health problems and like how old he is, please yeah. just and how like random be people, with your family. Random people in the stands tell him what to do. <laughs> like, uh, it's sad. I mean, it's like sad. It's sad to some it extent. Is. Cause it's just it like, is. what is going on? Like, why are we like abusing this senior citizen? It's elder abuse. <laughs> Get if there's out. any, if like, there are any elder abuse attorneys in Chicago, in the Chicago land area, Contact the Larusa family because the Ryan well, like when you're 80 are, years old are that that is elder abuse right there. When you're 80 years old, like at your, a baseball season is such a a grind on a person a, that like it's a I don't grind, know how it's a grind I don't know how an 80 year old. Yes, I I don't understand. I just don't get it. So I think, dude, I'd be exhausted in like August. I'd be napping in the the dugout and like fanning myself. Oh, dude. Yeah, standing up on a dugout like day in and day out like that. Yeah, there's no way I wouldn't be sneaking a nap, and I'd be putting on sunglasses and sitting on the dugout, <laughs> sit the seat and taking a nap for like at least half yes. the game. 
I'd wear well, those actually, glasses that have the eyeballs that come out like slinkies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no one would be able to tell. No one Never. would. Well, they nod thing. off and they fall forward. Right. <laughs> it just like slouched over the seat. I think the other thing, too, is I don't know if it's out of the question that Minnesota makes a change. At, at yeah, manager. I mean, Rocco Baldelli is a, he's a, he's a piece. He's, he's a piece of work. <laughs> yeah. He's something. He is. Um, I'm not so sure. I that want they him to don't... come back. I I like the juice that the Guardians have with these two teams right now. This is like some fun '90s rivalry stuff. I, I'm digging it. But here's the thing I'll say about the difference between the rosters, though, too, of the White Sox and Twins. Um, each have pieces, but I think the pieces on the White Sox as a collective are far greater than what the Twins have. I mean. Oh, for sure. Twins got got Ryan in the in the rotation, Duran in the bullpen. You know they got we've we've mentioned Buxton. Um, there the Twins actually have like a they fairly got, decent uh, rotation. Uh, who was their first baseman when you and I were there? Uh, Miranda, he's a nice piece. Yeah, yep. Um, and Arias is a nice piece. Yeah, got. I mean, so they got some nice pieces. But yep, yep. To me, I think Chicago's a little bit more complete. Well, and not that you should not that you should put all your stock in like the people who do prospect rankings, but like it's fairly telling oh, that yeah. everybody essentially buries the twins and the White Sox and the rest of the Central, aside from the Guardians, in terms of like where they rank the farm systems mm-hmm. to where it makes it it's not that it's the end all be all, but it makes it that much tougher to compete year in and year out. Well, and and I mean, those rankings have gotten a lot better than the days that we were in high school going to Lake County Captains All Star Games and whatnot, and trying to be like what you know, watching some of those guys go. Oh, this guy's awesome because he's got twenty home runs in Lake County. Little did we know that he was god awful and would never sniff triple A. <laughs> like no, he was like, also he runs, 198. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, he we, runs we, a six we had a, we had a, you know, we to hey, to be fair, to be fair, you and I both met and saw at that all star game Andrew McCutcheon and Elvis Andrews. And yeah, Carlos it, Carrasco. And and we didn't crumble Damn. when meeting yeah. Elvis, which was, you know. Can't, can't always say the, that these days. Yeah, I've got. I mean, not that anybody cares, but I've got. Yeah. Uh, from that All Star game, I've got those auto, autograph cards of of uh, of Carrasco, yep. McCutcheon, and Andrews when they were in the 2006 Low A All Star games. So if anybody wants to hit us haul. up, we'll sell those cards on eBay. That is true. Well, I don't, yeah, that's true. Especially <laughs> Andrews. This uh, this year, I I like. I've always liked him, but he uh, yeah. he got he got under. I think a lot of people's skin in Cleveland when he basically said that the Guardians were going to crumble there. Yeah. Before that series, he did. Ouch. I mean, he 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 ruffled my feathers because uh, I was like, "What have you done in the last six years, Elvis? Nothing." Um, Sorry, buddy. And I'm, I mean, I think they thought that like putting the guardians on blast, they were just going to start peeing themselves and like, Oh my God, they said, we're going to crumble. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. They beat us. We're going to like falter. Yeah. No team took them seriously. No, the white Sox and the twins did not take the guardians seriously. 
And then ultimately they paid the price for it because they thought because it was just some young group of kids that at some point it was like big, bad lineup, like the White Sox or like the twins who always just assume like they're like supposed to be anointed the division champs every year. Like, I think that's really what it comes down to is that these teams have to take a good hard look at themselves and be like, man, we really underestimated yeah, this team. yeah, you can't have the Bomba squad anymore in today's day and age. Oh, the Bomba squad. That was a fun squad, though. I mean, it was fun because you got to enjoy it, but you also knew they were going to get swept by the Yankees. Yeah. Like, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> have, have fun in your three-game divisional series against the Yankees. Yeah. You boys are about yeah. to get swept. Also, yeah. like, let, let's say we finish the season, like, let's project, let's say we win, like, 87 games. I think we're going to get 90, knock on wood. Let's say we win 87. That's a super undervalued 87, too. Because of the number of weather things we had this year with the with the weird-ass lineups we had to yes. throw out for 12 or whatever doubleheaders for the slumps, the weird, like, long nine-game slump or whatever we hit, where we just getting a bunch of young guys acclimated – I think this is like the talent level where this team currently is playing. We're like a mid nineties win team. Oh, Hamilton brought that up like two weeks ago, uh, before that the last doubleheader that we had. Not the not the lovely, you know, twenty seven inning affair on Saturday. Um but the last one he, he brought it up. He goes, you know, how unfair has it been for the Guardians? They've had to call up guys like Connor Pilkington, who quite frankly, was not ready, but I'm kind of glad we've gotten to see him because he pitched. He's been pitching a lot better these last couple starts, but guys like Mm -hmm. him, you know, uh, Curry, uh, Morris has got some starts. You know, these are guys who probably, probably in most years, they might have gotten that spot start, but Mm -hmm. Some of those guys have pitched five, six, seven games. Started, I should well, say. What if? I mean, I, what would have happened if we? What would have happened if the Guardians hadn't gone into the youth movement and just gone day one? Stephen Kwan's going to start and left, and we're just going to see what happens. Like if they hadn't gone that route. Oh my god! I mean, I I think he I think he was like one. I would say him and Jose Jose resigning were the might be the two most pivotal pieces that gave this team like a positive mindset throughout the year. And a, yeah. And an identity from the start. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, I also don't want to make you like blow a load on this podcast, <laughs> but MLB tonight, uh, I, I was always like to test today. that fab. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You guys are always so trying M- to make me do that. Let's, let's see if it happens. You'll hear it. Uh, our, uh, fan, our listeners and just yeah. see if you can hear what happens. Uh, they were talking about the team. And they're like, yeah, this team's like, they do all these little things well. They remind me so much of the 2015 Royals. Oh. Oh. By the way, guys. <laughs> there it was. Oh, did you guys see? I tw- I retweeted that last yeah. night, too. Oh, you did? Oh, there, was somebody, there was somebody, I, I, don't, I, th- I don't think it was uh, MLB affiliated, but some guy was like, these stats between the 2015 Royals and this year's Guardians oh. team are so alarmingly like similar. Right. Oh, that's my shit. Like that, that is was yeah, like shit. I literally well, retweeted it just for Steve. Like there, there's some, there are some, also, some of our yeah. tweets to all to all of our listeners. Full disclosure, I like to tweet like I'd like to tell my jokes. 
I sometimes signal in on like a specific individual. And if I can make that person laugh or make that person like that tweet, success. And yes. that one tweet oh, was that's... directed solely to you, Steve, <laughs> and you didn't like it. Well, they also brought <laughs> I up like, I didn't see it. Ugh. They also brought up something that like we've been talking about a few times that um to be successful in the postseason, you have to do like a couple of things super elite. And the Guardians do that. They hit for contact better than anybody. They strike out less than anybody. They force starting pitchers to go deeper than anybody. And they play really good defensively and have a great bullpen. And those are all, and they were saying like, that's the thing that is going to get you when you're going to be overmatched against, you know, that maybe against, uh, let's say we get Seattle in the first round. We get the Yankees and Houston and the Dodgers. Let's say that's our path and we somehow win the World Series. You're going to be overmatching all those against the other team offensively. But where you you do the thing that we've talked about all year, they annoy other teams so much. And the postseason is such a grind. And they are so quick to pull starting pitchers, mm-hmm. looking at you, Dodgers, that <laughs> you can be in the third inning and be 65 pitches in, and you're going to right. hit the middle bullpen yeah. like right away. Right. So you can waste a Verlander start. You can waste a DeGrom start. You can waste a, Clay Shaw, a Kershaw start where they might not have even done anything wrong, but they've given up one run, but there's 72 pitches in. It's the fourth inning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really I good point. I would love to be having that discussion in late October. <laughs> when Can you happens. imagine they get Seattle? Can you just imagine? I don't even know what I would do. I would probably get a back tattoo of the entire team. If they run through Seattle, they beat the Yankees, they beat Houston, and they beat the Dodgers. Like They beat 300-win teams on their way to win a World Series. I don't know how... I would break everything. I'll, I, I I'll, oh, I'll one up uh, yeah. you, and I will get a face tattoo. <laughs> but it's got to be the flying G. It'll be the flying G right on here, right here on my cheek. Yeah. I'm gonna get. I, I would get guardian. Become, I, I would get like the single guardian too. wings on my head. My my wife may leave me at that point, but uh, you know what? The, the the Cleveland baseball club has been a part of my life for like three times longer than she has. Yeah, dude, Somebody you'll said always said that online. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that girlfriend who was like, "Why are you crying about the Bears?" and and he's like, "You like, why don't you care about me as much as you care about them?" He's like, "I've known you for two months. I've known them for twenty two years. Leave me alone. <laughs> you'll never compete. You'll, you'll never ne- be able you're to never compete. You're never gonna add up. It's never gonna. I'm sorry. Right. You know, there's gonna be some dumb, stupid Cleveland fans that are gonna be like, "This will happen." They're like, we love Stephen Kwan. We're gonna get face tattoos of him, and then they give themselves like a full Asian face tattoo. And they're like, this whole racist thing happens. And it happens again. Where it's Again. Like- and now we have to change the guardian's name. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. Like, please like, don't do that. Stop please this. don't do that. <laughs> please, please. We got such a good thing going here, guys. Please. Uh, well, okay. So speaking you, of Quan, do you want to, I was going to say, you, 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 yeah, this, you brought some amazing brought up, stats. You brought up Quan. So I was like, perfect segue. Um, yeah. so heading in today's game, and I, I alluded to this a, a few weeks back too, um, but now that it's a very very close comp, I, I feel a little bit more secure in um, really kind of digging into some of the numbers. There was a gentleman, a very famous gentleman, who's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, his first two seasons were the 1982 and 1983 season. 
and he over that span paid a, played 140 games. Quan entering tonight's game had played in 135. Um, and their stats are very sh- similar thus far. And I'm not saying that Quan's going to match this guy for his whole career, but if if Quan can play 10 to 12 years at at the rate that that this guy did, I'll take that. I'll take that. I will go berserk. I, I'll love it. It would be amazing. I'll love it. And, and and every fan should as well. The the guy we're going to compare Stephen Kwan quickly to is Tony Gwynn. Um, Mr. Padre. He's one of my Crazy. favorite players. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. He's one all-time players. He's up there in my, in my top 10. Um, but uh, the the plate appearance numbers very similar. Quan has a that's about forty more plate appearances um, at bats. Very very similar. Um, there's about a twenty twenty at bat difference. But we start digging into some of the more fun numbers. Runs. Tony Gwynn in his first one hundred forty games again one forty for Tony Gwynn, sixty seven runs. He had. 149 hits, 24 doubles, four triples, two home run, 54 RBI with 15 stolen bases. I'm going to save the slash line. We'll come back to that in a second. Quan, again, 135, so five less games, 80 runs, 153 hits. The hits are almost identical. 22 doubles, again. Nearly identical. Quan, six triples. He just had his seventh today. And I'm not even factoring that in. Quan's already got five home runs. The RBI numbers are different. Quan's only got 43 to Gwyn's 54. But for half the season, no one was on base when Quan came to bat easily. Um, And Quan also has 17 stolen bases. Tony Gwynn had a slightly higher batting average with a 302 average, a 348 on base, and a 379 slugging. Now, heading into today's game again, Quan had a 298 average, a 375 on base, and a 394 slugging. That's crazy. And his OPS plus. That's pretty wild how close those are. His OPS plus was 124 to Gwynn's 106. I love this so much. Now, again, this very is your small ma- sample this size. This is your masterpiece. Very small yeah. sample size. I'm not saying... Your Sistine Chapel. Th- yes. But if we could project Stephen Kwan to have a nice 10 to 12-year career, and if he can match those numbers, and now Tony Gwynn had you know higher home run rates, and, and but Tony Gwynn never had more than, I believe, uh, I think he had one season of double-digit home runs. He was around oh, wow. eight. Okay, I think you're right. Yeah, he was never a home runner. No, no, no. I think he had like one season I, of like eleven swear, or twelve. I swear, at some point, Stephen Kwan's going to have a year where he hits like three fifty. Like yeah. he's going to have some weird outlier and year he, where it just yeah. works for him yeah. all year long. And Stephen Kwan, this is and this is no exaggeration. Should also probably be the Gold Glove left fielder for the American League. 
Also, we should have a gold glove center fielder, too, and a second baseman. It's it's yeah. very conceivable that all three do win the gold glove. God, I love this team. God, I love oh. this team so much. I mean, <laughs> I so love much them so like. much. And Savali. I, when I was talking about lost wins, Savali's been out for, like, so much of the season, and he's really putting it together right now, which is incredible timing as you're going to have to, if you're fortunate enough to win those first two games of that three-game series, you're going to lose two of your starting pitchers for the divisional right away. So to have Savali back there, then you can go with a, a Quantrill or McKenzie and Savali for those first two divisional games. Yeah. That would be a good problem to have. Yeah, that, that I mean, you're going to have to, I mean, now that now that the wild card round is uh, a best of three, yeah, that that's going to make the divisional series look a little different than in years past. Well, and it and it actually does uh, test your depth a little bit more. Yeah, it tests it tests your your rotation depth yep. and it tests your your bullpen potentially a little bit because you can't like go right into that. You can't set it up as cleanly, and you're going to have to rely on a third or fourth starter a little more than you'd have to well, a little bit earlier. And and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, um, but you know when they rolled this kind of platform out. Two years ago, there were some pitchers, and one uh, definitely comes front of mind in Trevor Bauer, who was very much opposed to the idea of that three-game wild card because he said that you're almost punishing the top teams who get buys because they're going to have to. Sit. I don't know how. They're, you're, well, you're going to have to. I'd sit. Read, you're going to have to sit for like a week. I guess it hurts your hitting, but it's you have such a pitching advantage. Certain. I mean, you can get everything in line, but his his big thing was now everything's different, and baseball players are such that's, creatures of habit. That's true. Okay, that's that's fair. And I think he has a point, but again, like you said, Fabs, I think it just helps those teams out, and maybe they don't come out as firing on all cylinders game one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know, I I know we made Steve blow a load earlier. I'm gonna do yeah. the same for Paul Dolan because it's it's looking like he's gonna get at least two two home playoff games. Oh, he will. Some, uh, oh, I mean, oh, oh baby, that's true baby. Oh, <laughs> they're breaking even. Yeah, he's just wandering around the stadium, going money, 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 money. And people are like, okay, buddy, calm down. <laughs> I love it. You're going to get a fresh coat of paint on the on the stadium. No, yeah. no, they're going to pocket that money cuz next year next offseason is when all the res- renovations are going to take place. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That'll buy like new that'll like afford the new lighting fixtures or yeah. something that they have be to be like, "Oh, we can get like three more sports betting kiosks now with all our playoff money." Dude, I'm pretty excited for sports betting for you guys. We're voting for it in November, so I'm, nice. I'm fairly certain it's going to pass in California. Oof. Well, and and Fabulous, I think you're going to have to make a trip out here because potentially as early as this as as early as January first, the Cavs could have kiosks within the stadium or at least a window. Oh, that's super cool. That's super fun. 
So I'm I'm expecting at least something of a temporary sort come opening day for the Guardians as well. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, I think I think that gets us up to speed. Do you have anything? You guys have anything you want to throw out there before we uh, depart? I mean, we could go on for another hour. Uh, yes, but, we could sing the praises of so many guys have, on this team. We'll have we'll have more discussions in the next week and a half, two weeks. Yes, sir. Um, and it, into October now. I mean, pretty much mm. and talking about talking about baseball that's happening. And now it is time for the victory lap, boys. Uh, we here at the California Penal League podcast uh, are celebrating. We, like I think we mentioned in our last episode, mm-hmm. we we all tarped our houses uh, for a week in anticipation of this. And I got to tell you, I didn't think it would happen as soon as it did going into the weekend series with the Rangers. Uh, but the Guardians on Sunday clinched their 11th AL central division title i cannot i'm still somewhat of a state of shock not that it like happened at all because we've been kind of gearing up but like i like just goes to show you how crazy this september has been that they were able to like just lay waste to the twins to the white Sox, and then really to the rangers because that was what was needed to do it by the weekend more than a a whole week more than a week get everybody right and get the rotation set for the yeah yeah, well, two weeks really. So here we are, and nat- naturally, naturally, everybody predicted uh, two weeks ago they would be the third team to clinch their division. Oh, that's. <laughs> do you know the funny thing too is like going going on the divisions uh, tangent for a second is. I know that the Twins and White Sox have kind of fallen off, mostly just because the Guardians just like stole their soul. But the Guardians are now in a position, having gone now that they've gone eighteen and three in their yeah. last twenty-one games, which is insane by itself. They now have a chance to like easily. Well, they will easily, by all accounts, assuming something catastrophic doesn't happen in the last week, they'll cross the ninety-win threshold like easily. That's a legit. Like record, like nobody can look yeah, at a ninety win team and be like, like oh. eighty two wins, eighty three. Yeah, exactly. You win the division with ninety plus wins. That's a legit. And also, the other thing that always gets me is that nobody on this planet, like if you were to if you were to put the NL Central versus the AL Central, yep. and, and compare the the quality of yeah. the teams of those two divisions, uh, I don't know if anybody would choose just because it, it, nobody would choose the the. Uh, the NL, but like well, it's, it's the this Cardinals, like mentality that just it's because it's the, the Cardinals, Cubs, they so get I mean, you have that, those two the like just beloved franchises right there, and then the Brewers have been kind of like us the last twenty years, a really really good team that is in it most years, and then you got oh, and the Reds are beloved over there too, and then you get the Pirates, yeah, <laughs> just. Doing their thing, picking up, picking up. Uh, I think it's scrap I think it players from the Yankees. The I just think it's, it's the Cardinals. I yeah. mean, because the Cardinals have been to four World Series, you know, 
in our lifetime and they've won two of them. So like, you know, I get it. They're, you know, they're, they are a, uh, they, they are the custodians of baseball, playing baseball the right way, even though they have a bunch of pain in the asses on their team. Um, but I, I think it always comes down to like, like you can have a great team with a terrible division. Like Houston has been really amazing the last five years. Correct. But the AOS has yeah. sucked. So they get like a hundred wins every year because they can, they're going to play all those teams so many times. It doesn't mean they're bad because they advance to the AL, uh, the AL pennant every single year almost. Like they have a World Series, even though, you know, there's some stuff that happened, but they're still really good. It's just that like everybody else in their division fucking suck. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm excited for with the new schedule next year is to see like what it gets to do for a team like the Orioles or the Rays and these types of teams yes. where they're like, or like the Padres or something where they're like, ooh, we get like a few others. Like we get to beat the shit yeah. out of the Pirates and the uh, Reds now. This is I, I, think, I think we're going to see even great. more disparity between so the, the, but, the top teams right, in so each division and the lower teams, honestly. You know, I mean, do I, I da- probably do, do I dare say it that well, yeah, maybe we see like, a team with sub 60 wins next year? Like a fifty-eight win ball club. Oh man! I mean, I'm excited. I think. Like, I think there's going to be a few of those. Yeah, I like, think it will like roughly work. Yeah, I think it'll even out for the Guardians. I'm not like because a bunch a bunch of dumb people on Twitter are like, "Good luck next season." It's like we st- now. Okay, cool. Yeah, now we get to play like uh, I know we play in this year, but we get to play the for sure playing the Diamondbacks and the Rockies and the Giants who suck. And the the Reds and the Pirates and the Cubs, yeah. we get to play all those teams now. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's fine, we, and we still, yeah, still have the face Tigers those teams like in the Royals division. Like that's that's cool. Like well, I'm excited for us to to break so hundred. I have a question for you guys. Speaking of wins, oh baby! All right, so if I were just to throw uh, out an over under of ninety one, what are you guys taking it over these? You know, with with nine games left, nine games. So yeah. wait, nine games left. They're eighty six and six. As of this recording, they're eighty six and sixty seven. Nine games left, so they'd have to go. Um, what five and four? Five and four. Um, well, they're going to rest, I mean, rest a whole lot of guys. Three games, but they play the Royal. All the games are at home. They play the Royals. No, because like like you said, Chris, it's like that would be like almost too long of a break. Over under ninety one wins. Oh my gosh! Honestly, I might Wait, go six and three to oh, go over. They have to go six and three then to go over. Ugh, I might say under ninety or ninety. I might or, say or that they push. hit like ninety wins, but I don't know if they're the type of team that would. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I think but, I, I think push makes the most sense. I think 91 is what they're going to end up with. No, but I don't see no, them being the type of team will. to take their foot off the gas. And it's not, and it's, and they're not the type of team that is reliant on just. Well, okay, how did they get to this point? They're not a team built on yeah. just like hoping that Jose Ramirez hits a three-run homer every game. So, right. like, even if you just, even if you were like, all right, yeah, we're going to rest, we're going to like play a couple guys. A little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, great. So that means Will Brennan starts every day. And like, you know, uh the the you know, the bullpen's like, well, class A might not 
close every game. It's like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. That means who? Trevor Steffen or Karen Check. You know, it's like it's and and I I just read today that Sam Henches is the only pitcher in baseball in September with a minimum of twelve <laughs> innings yes. pitch to not give up a run. So like, okay, they're, they're so deep that it doesn't even matter. If they I think they're going to rest guys, but I don't I think, think it's going to be like a mass resting. So I think it's going to be like what we saw yesterday with the lineup, where Freeman and Arias got time. You know, I think that's what you'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, Jose's we'll going to DH. DH. He's going to DH a few first times. Baseman, um, you know, get a yeah, game or two. Freeman and Arias will play. Owen Miller's going to fill in for, for Naylor. Amazing. Yes, <laughs> I can't wait to see Owen Miller not be able to dig a single ball out of the dirt. Oh, man. It would be remarkable. Well, if it makes you feel any better, there's probably no chance in hell that he... Well, we were just talking about this before we recorded. There's probably no chance in hell that he starts a playoff game. <laughs> so, if that makes you feel any it better. It should make us all feel better and all the I, listeners. I, we'll see, though. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to go out on that ledge and just say he's not going to start a game because I I can I can I can envision a scenario where um, let's say we advance out of the wild card and we go up to nothing and then Tito's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to start Owen Miller at first in this third game because if we lose, we still got two more cracks at it. So I'm not going to go on that ledge. I actually think it would be well. It'll, yeah. I mean, it'll be telling to see what happens in the roster construction because, I mean, I know Francona told Brennan that he was only up here for two weeks, but if somehow Will Brennan found his way on the roster for the playoffs. Gonzalez would be your de facto DH, and there'd be no way you would take Josh Naylor's yeah. bat out of the lineup. Unless he you know really I mean? needed right. the, the day so, off. I mean, like, unless he comes be, to, like, I mean, you, you know, have to do some. Look, coach, like, I need the day off. Like, my ankle's screwed. And it would, yeah, it'd be one day. It, it, yeah, and it would be a single day. Like, like Naylor, this is his first postseason. Well, no, yeah, this Naylor is his was, first postseason. Naylor was with the right? team, yeah. With the oh, COVID. COVID year. That's right. Well, I mean, with the days off you get, he should be able to recoup. Get, though, yeah, he should be able to conceivably recoup. Conceivably in the playoffs. So I, I don't think it's a huge issue, but, you know, don't know. So let's, we're, let's talk about that roster construction um, going into the playoffs, which, again, this is still just such a wild thing. I mean, I think, I think, we, I think us collectively could take a bit of a, a victory lap. I know we had, I know we, I think our biggest hope for the season was I'm, that they I'm, would be in the wild card hunt in the final without week. having gone that back to like, listen to our we episode for that. when we made our preseason predictions. I know we just discussed it last week in our last episode. Um, we all were in the 44 or 84 to 85 win mark. We all said that, you know, they should be competing through September and in contention for at least a wild card spot. Um, I don't think any of us were crazy enough to think that we'd be winning the division. Um, but, you know, I thought we, I, 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 I think I we wasn't. all did. I, I think know we I picked, all did. I picked the White Sox. You know, like everybody else. You see the White Sox I, crumble I like the they White did. Sox, that was yeah. both 
awesome and you know just a single joyful tear to my eye it's like amazing. you know I felt so bad for them when Tony LaRusso went down <laughs> and yeah, now they continue yeah. to there's shit some talk the, there's some of the sourced losers on Twitter like um, that was amazing it was crazy it, it's hilarious it's it's nothing short of hilarious wait what, people who, not, are they still saying stuff yeah not not now um but like down the stretch the crumble, they were just like they're gonna cry yeah. oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Crumbling like, coming. i mean it we have a large enough yeah we have a large enough sample size that this wasn't a like you know april may sprint by a team you know this was this was a team of really young guys like figuring stuff out the first couple of months and what's funny to me is the assumption like every time they're like good luck next year like all the like you got lucky with all your dumb rookies i'm like you know they come back rookie means their first season with the right, team right. and a lot of them get and, better like you understand how that works right and the because, other like, thing that they need to realize to too is grow. And then also, like, you do realize, too, that, like, yeah. none, well, none of, of the, the team's, team's top, top prospects came up. And really, outside of Quan and Oscar Gonzalez, like, none of the rookies lit the world on fire yet. I mean, some had some nice showings, but, like, oh, I mean, right. the pitching, yeah. all the rookie pitching left a lot still to be desired. Well, that's a, that is a good point, Chris. You brought it up a few times. You you left you you've brought that up a few times in that like if you really just like yeah sixteen guys made their debut which is worth noting because no team has ever had that many debuts yeah. and won a division or league title um, and it ties so a team a, it ties it's a, a like, truly club historic record season for the most that rookies regard. in a season but, to make their debut going back to like nineteen thirty something I thought yeah but to that's crazy. But to like what you're saying, it's not as like they still had to rely on like guys like Ramirez, Rosario, Naylor. Um, they're for them. I mean, and then like from the for the, on the pitching side, it was all you know, quote unquote vets at this point. Um, if you want to count McKenzie as one, but that really. I mean, aside from Quan and Gonzalez, who really shaped up that first one through five of the lineup, that really was it yes. in terms of guys. Yes. Guys came in and like had hot weeks. So like Nolan Jones had a hot week. Um, yep. You know, a guy. You know, uh, Benson had like a game or two. Uh, Brennan's had a good week um, to start, and the list kind of goes on from there. But like, yeah, if you talk about the season long contribution, it's not as like. Youth driven is like I think the narrative that, that sixteen that sixteen is, or what they want the narrative to be. Right. I think it was youth driven with like oh with like McKenzie and Classe and Karen Check. So like there was some like no. really valuable youth there, but none of them were rookies. Um, but I think it was the that that great stat of like uh, we're the youngest team. We're the first team to win a division that's the youngest team since like the '86 uh, Mets. Oh yeah, and I if I do recall, no, 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 they won the World Series. No, yes, they won the World Series that year. Yes, yes, yes. Just, just let's not 
throw stuff out. Hey, <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm over it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna live in fear. Oh, no, I'm not I'm gonna not... live in fear. No, I don't do. Fuck it. I'm not. This is not. This is not the 22 game in a way. 22 you know win what? in a row team. This is everything's icing. And Fabs, like, fuck it's it. so Let's funny that you mentioned the 22 wins though. Just like Francona can retire. It's so funny you mentioned the 22 win smile. team because I was actually talking to someone about that very thing today. And how that season, I just remember thinking, like, we we gotta we gotta lose a couple games and reset. As crazy as that sounds, it's that baseball superstition. Oh no, I thought that too. I was I was excited. I was so anxious as it continued because it was like it was too early yeah. in September. It wasn't like. We it, it didn't directly yep. bridge us into the yep. postseason. There were still like three weeks in the season yeah. left, and I was just like, "Oh, that was awesome!" But also, I hated that we got the fucking Yankees in the divisional round, even though I didn't know who like hardly anybody was on that team. I just didn't like it. I it, it, that sucked. I I well, I mean, we're, again, we're gonna yeah, you'll get them again right now. Maybe you definitely will advance. Yes. And I, mean, I like this. I like this position where it's Judge's historic year. The team, like they're finally going to like put it together and go to the World Series. And it'd be pretty amazing if like this low ass payroll team from Cleveland ruined that for them. I actually feel like, I mean, you know, if, if we're talking about like the structure of where it might go in the playoffs, it's like I would certainly love to find a way. Yeah. And these Tampa games are actually important because I would it's a good I would imagine test. the team would want to play Tampa more so than like Seattle. So yeah. it would be it would behoove the Guardians to not take it easy on the Rays and thank God they had an off day after the like party, the all night party they had <laughs> after winning the division. But like that's it would make sense to want to beat the Raised because right now I think uh, the Mariners are in, game, the, in that thought. last spot, and that's a tough, that's a tough out. Uh, yeah, so I mean, you certainly would want to beat the Rays to try and maybe secure that, or at least get yourself closer if you can uh, to securing that. Because if you can get through the wild card, I actually, I mean, call me nuts, but I actually feel like you can get the Yankees right now because I don't think beyond everybody's focused on judge, but beyond that, that team is not good right now. They had that real big hot stretch to begin the year and they've been so pedestrian since. And I would, I would love to get a crack. Pitching's not very good They're, I mean, they're getting there's they're, you know, Donaldson and Rizzo are hitting a lot of home runs, but they're also batting like under two twenty each. Like that lineup it's potent with home runs, but it's also fucking gross. Like it's it's a gross lineup. It's yeah. a complete mix of the styles. Like it would be like it's not just payroll, which like whatever at this point you can throw that all out the window. But it's that complete shift in style, and that the Yankees right now are just built to bash home runs, and that's yeah. As much as they don't, as much as they want to tell you they're not, that's exactly what they are, and. It'll be. It would be fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I just pulled up their roster with the completely different style and play. And I mean, and that's anybody on that team 
who's not named Judge and has more than like 15 home runs is batting like 220. It's yeah. That's tough in the playoffs. I mean, that's really, really tough. I yeah. I feel as if I feel as I mean anything can happen. But I I feel like they have an interesting path to the ALCS. Oh, and once yeah. you get there, anything goes. And I mean, a series with the Astros down. would be fun as hell. But um, <laughs> oh, baby, okay, you do like you, you are you know you do like Kate Upton. <laughs> You jerk off. This to was a, a family friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, no. I think I swore three or four times, right? But the, so I was looking at I was I was looking at the schedule for um uh for that first round, the wild card round in the divisional, and it actually works out like pretty well yep. for the Guardians because it's yeah. a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you go three games, and then you have a day off, and then it starts on Tuesday. And that works really well when you look at their pitching. Obviously, you're going to have um, Bieber, McKenzie, and probably Cal. If you go to a game yeah. three, it'll probably yeah. be Cal Savali. Yes. Like, let's go inning by inning with these guys. But that's great with Bieber because if you're winning, it's great if you because then you either whoever you didn't start, if there is no game three or or if there was whoever you could either have your third starter. So let's say they win in two then Cal Quantrill is probably going to start game one. But then with the number of days, Bieber's on four days rest for yeah. game two. And then McKenzie's good for game three. And then you can have Savali back for like for game. It works out pretty nice. Yeah, that with is, those that days is one thing that the wild card yeah. teams get. I mean, hey, like, man, the they, get the ho- they get I mean, obviously the other teams will have had that rest, but that that is the one nice benefit of keeping the, the, the machine moving along, so to speak. And how clutch is it that they clinched it so early that we don't have to worry about our starters? Well, like, we don't have to start Bieber on short so rest last game of the I, year. On my to, one like, app, I saw for tomorrow's right. game, it was supposed to be McKenzie starting, and then all of a sudden I started hearing, I heard it was going to be Bieber. So we're already yeah, setting it. things up, which is just... So amazing that we have two weeks to get it all mm-hmm. Love it. nice and neat. And, oh. and you don't have to like they could they they could throw limited well, not like super limited, but they don't have to like like Beaver doesn't have to go eight innings. Four, I mean, yeah, yeah four, I, five think five, innings. I think you five know. is ideal. Class A can finally get some rest. That dude's been like working his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so incredible that they get a whole week, well nine nine games to just literally like get it right. I get everybody just kind of like if if anybody's hurting, get them some rest, yeah. get them healthy, get Naylor a little bit of rest, get everybody kind of in like the right state of mind. Like it's 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 unbelievable that they were able to clinch it this early to to where the stress it's is just completely off. And there's nothing to do to like jockey for position, so it truly doesn't matter. The only thing right. you, the only thing you could worry about is who you play, but also like, even if you beat this, even if you took the series with the Rays, there's still six more games where like, you don't know where things are going to go in six games. Things are so close between the the Mariners and, and Rays that it's like, it, it's pretty much out of your hands. So you might as well just also, gear up. 
They don't yeah. have to travel until we'll the home divisional for round starts. Two weeks. That's right. They're just, Dude, they're at they're, home they're, for they're weeks. Nine final, yeah, they're nine final home games, and then they would host the wild card. And here's another thing to think about. That's true. Man, that's nice. Seventh, eighth, and ninth would be those wild card games. And again, these are all professionals, but the weather will start playing a factor, especially if we get Tampa. I mean, how big, yeah. like, again, is like I said, they're all professionals. It shouldn't yeah. be an issue, but, you know, coming from a dome to that, oof. Well, actually, I think Tampa's on the road. It's possible. Now that I think about it. I think Tampa's on the road to finish the season. I don't think they have any more home games. Because they're here. I think they play Boston. I mean, Tampa's enough out. Tampa's a tough out, too, though. You know, I mean, there's really yeah. nobody nobody in that wildcard series that I'm like, you know, if somehow the Orioles uh, had the most insane last week, and snuck in as the final team. I'd I'd say, oh, that, actually, I'm pretty. I'm feeling pretty damn good about. Or the that. White Sox go on the most improbable of runs. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if any of them are teams where I would. <laughs> and the Mariners. I'd actually, I'd actually be super nervous about that. I'd be so nervous about that though, because like the last thing I want to do is face like Dylan Cease. Well, I mean, they're seven and, and a half one. back. They're seven and a half back in the wild like, card. I, I would actually and like. Yeah, it's not I, happening. Yeah, and Seattle plays like yeah. garbage. They, got, the last they have nine games. Well, no, I mean, means. okay. So if the Guardians somehow sweep, if the Guardians somehow sweep the Rays, the Orioles are only four back Ooh. from the Rays. If they go on a little bit of a heater, that might be interesting. They, they, the Orioles. Still, I'm, I'm pulling it they up got right a now. Shot. They, I just don't know what their what is their schedule. It's probably pretty tough. I'll pull it up. Work. Oh, you got it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I bet it's like the AP. <laughs> no, it's no, no, be Steve, Steve, Steve. Oh, I was going to say Fab. No, Steve, Steve is on to something there. Let him go. Let him go. Um, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, when it's an AL East team, I mean, that's the, you know that it's going to be division games to end the year. So it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so they, they might But Boston be, might, might not care. Cooked. They got eliminated from playoffs, so they might just be like, whatever. The Yankees might just start start getting in rest mode because they have nothing to play. Like, they're not going to. Yeah. I don't think so they can catch here's, Houston. No, no I'm I don't. Pretty sure they can. Well, unless like something crazy happens. Oh, no, there's so, seven games back. Tampa oh, yeah, actually okay. has us for three, then Houston for three, and then at Boston for three. I mean, Boston might just be like, screw you guys. We're going to just like oh. tank you guys. I mean, that's about the only motivation they have. Seattle could, I mean, Seattle could very easily overtake. Seattle could very easily overtake the Rays, and you could be looking at the Rays as your wild card opponent. And that would mean facing. Well, good thing we're going to get to see him tomorrow, potentially, potentially, because that is who's going for the Rays. Bieber and yeah, a little Bieber Kluber action. Might cry. Okay, let me go to. I'm yeah. curious. I haven't looked at the National League in a bit. Uh, that's um, actually pretty compelling. the uh, The wild card, the wild card uh, between the Padres, Phillies, and Brewers is pretty interesting. 
Oh yeah, it's all been three games. So we have um the Padres are they have the two seed right now. They're a game and a half up on Phillies and the Phillies are a game and a half up on the Brewers. And I think there's some overlap of games. And I'm super excited for this Mets Braves three game series because they are separated by a game right now. Oh yeah. I mean that that actually has pretty mm-hmm. big implications just for uh position. Yeah. First round bye too. Yeah. And and hosting the game and all that. Yeah. Gosh, I would that's pretty cool. Is that when is that series? Is that to end the year? Um it's coming up. I think it's in, oh God. Um no, it isn't. It's the second to last series. Okay. So uh the Braves play two more against Washington, then they get the Mets at home. And then Miami and then they're okay. at Miami. I keep forgetting that other teams have like three series left and aren't two. <laughs> yeah, then they're at Miami. And then the Mets, let's see who they close it out against. They have they're at Miami right now for oh, two so games and they're at the Braves in Washington at home. So Yeah. That it probably would come down to that. Yeah. I keep forgetting that most teams have like three series left that aren't just well, playing just, a random it's, it's just so series. Well, it, it's because out of nowhere, that's who we were supposed to face that first week of the season. We were starting the season and ending the season with the, the right. Royals. I mean, schedule makers probably didn't think that the you know first yep. six games would get delayed. Maybe they did. Well, they were probably. I mean, I'm sure they were also thinking like. They probably would be. I mean, actually, there really oh, yeah. are no implications, but just in a weird way. I don't think anybody looked. Most people, most people probably didn't look at that six-game series with the Royals and be like, "Oh, that's yeah. going to have any sort of implications." And now it's like, yeah, I mean, it kind of doesn't, but in not March, in like yeah. the way we would have initially expected. Oh, it, it's, very much. It's in a much more glorious way. Um, oh, um, yeah, I was going to say we've so been beating okay, around the bush with that roster, the construction. roster construction for the postseason. Yeah, let's get into that action. So uh, teams get the 26-man roster for the postseason as opposed to the 28 that they have in September. Um, yeah, I took a stab at Chris, it. Chris, you started to put together something of a... Well, I think... There's, I mean, there's, there's, about the, there's, 20, the easy, there's about 20 there's the guys that I think are options. no-brainers. There's your lineup. Slam dunk no-brainers. And then it's really that last, like, Five, six spots. All right, so where it's so fringe guys, fringe guys for the playoff roster include five to six spots. Zach Plesac, who is coming back, um, Nick Sandlin, Brian Shaw, Will Benson, Kirk McCarty. I would, I would and, even love Morris in there too. Uh, Will Brennan, who I would say probably isn't. I mean, I don't think I, I think he's pitched yeah, really well yeah, and I think yeah. he's deserving well, of a spot. Actually because he can go multiple innings, but I just he's only pitched four games. So I wouldn't say he's a lock just yet. <sighs> yeah, it's interesting. Um God, they are gonna have because the funny thing is like if you had to think about it right now, who would you want on your playoff roster? Cody Morris or Zach Plesek? I'd rather have Morris because he's yeah Cody Morris. I I'm done with police. Like he he, sh- he well, showed me think, nothing all year. I, I, saying, I, I think the good news though, Fabs game. is like I, I don't think he's likely to come out of the bullpen. I don't, I don't want that either. 
I mean, you're not really going to a. But no, like if you if you had to if you had to like if it's like the fourth inning of a playoff game and you need a guy for like two innings, do you want like Cody Morris who can yes. go out and just like blow dudes away, or do you want to no, sweat your no, ass thank off? You. Hard pass Zach on Lee's that. Nibble I around want, the plate. I want Cody Morris <laughs> blowing dudes away. <laughs> like that's what I want all day, every day. <laughs> But that's the thing is that's what, that's that really is the question thing, you have to ask like, yourself. And this works for a lot of teams in the playoffs. It is a lot. of t- when you have like the young talent that has like the stuff like Cody Morris in a situation where he only has to pitch for like two innings can like yeah. really ramp it up. And yeah, he doesn't have a lot of experience, but like, uh, Zach Plesak doesn't have a ton of playoff experience either. Does so it's not like you're talking about like a wily vet. Right. I'm trying to think back. I don't, he was, I don't um, know if he, yeah, was, he on was on the, the team. But he was did, on he, did he randomly pitch in 2020? I'd be curious if he randomly pitched. I don't know I'm if he would have. Well, no, because one's that, well, that was, no, was the wild card, card series in 2020. Just the wild card mm-hmm. game. It was a series that we lost to the Yankees. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. God, I totally forgot they did it as a series. Yeah, it was a best. Doesn't of three. look like he pitched. I forgot. That. You're right. Remember how we like choked a bunch of games? Uh, no, he's never pitched in a playoff. So game, he's never so pitched in a playoff game. Hit the road, Jack. Okay, so. I mean, that, that makes it even more of potentially a bolder yeah. case for Cody Morris. I mean, there's really, with, with Cody Morris on the roster, there's like, unfortunately, like not a conceivable you, reason. You don't need him. Like, you really don't exactly need him. On the roster. There it's, isn't. Well, especially, be, especially if you want to get a little funky and say, what if we did just well, put no, Will Brennan on you this would roster? Have to, well, you can't. Well, yeah, because you don't you have coming back no, off the roster, then... Because you'd have to you'd have to move you, somebody to the sixty no you sixty can't. day IL yeah the, can you do yeah, I think I think, I, surgery. I think Steve I think you're probably the one who lives closest to Zach Plusek. I think you need to like just you know take like a lead pipe to his knee or something I don't know nothing like life threatening well, maybe I'll just <laughs> be, maybe I'll, you'll just I'll use, use your words. words I'll be nice you're about a piece it of I'll just garbage. convince him with my words. Just Wait. mentally, like, tear him down. Wait, do is, it for the uh, team. Uh, correct me. Is yeah, Anthony, Goes is getting Tommy Anthony John. Goes, he's getting Tommy John surgery, though, right? He's on the sixty day, right the sixty day. Or is he on the fifteen? He could be put on the. Okay, then yeah. you can replace him with him. He was on the forty man, right? I thought Goes. Was, no, I, I think he might have been moved Goes already. That it was already kind of done, but. I think oh, okay. it is. I think like I think with Zach Plesac coming back, this I mean certainly coming back in in the, like one more game to pitch ends. I think Will Brennan's ability it's, it's diminishing. to be on the playoff roster, which yeah, is like well, kind of a kick so, in the nuts. Okay, so because I would love speaking of Will Brennan, I'm I would run love down to have him on that. Like the lineup we've been touting, toting out the last couple of games of Quan leading off in left, Rosario at short, 
Jose at third, Naylor at first, Gonzalez DHing, Jimenez at second, Brennan in right, Hedges in catching, and Straw in center. When they rolled that lineup out, holy, like that was that Tito. It, it, it was like the, it was the, amazing. The skies opened, the seas parted, like. You know, people were holding hands, singing Kumbaya, like everything was right in the world. Like, <laughs> okay. oh, it was such a beautiful day. That was about it, as, it really, truly that was is. About as perfect a lineup Go- as they've ever put together. It was amazing. Uh, Ghost, he was okay, moved to the 60-day uh, IL, and he's on the 40-man. So that is a, that's a roster so spot. Maybe there is a way to... Maybe there okay, is a so way that conceivably Will Brennan could be. Yeah. C- conceivably, re- con- conceivably, Brennan could replace him. And his surgery is expected to last he like. Underwent Tommy John surgery. 14, or so he's like surgery and recovery. His surgery is expected to last 14 months. Whoa, that'd be a long surgery. Um, no, the recovery I thought I read was going to be like 12 to 14 months with him. Was, but. Yeah, I mean, it's typically a, a year, yeah, but like, for whatever reason, they were throwing out like 14 months and stuff that I was reading. So I was like, oh. He's older, though, too. I mean, damn. It's not like a 25-year-old getting... Yeah. Yeah. Well, after Tommy John, those guys usually... Yeah, those guys do come back, typically. And, and he's a, a lefty, harder, so... so like I mean, and he's a lefty, so like, I don't want to give up on back. him. So, you know, I'll take a 34-year-old Anthony Goes when he's fully healthy like no yeah, yeah. give it to me no yeah why not hell yeah so all right so all right so here's the easy stuff so your lineup so that's one two three four well it's ten so you've got uh your lineup of the the usual suspects um <laughs> Shaw's Shaw going game one. one on rotation <laughs> well actually <sighs> He's going game one yep, and two. Yep. He's going to go two innings in each <laughs> of those games. The opener for so, every game. Buckle up, fans. <laughs> well, actually, Chris, you're you have you have um, I do Brennan in right field. I wonder if Brennan will make this roster because, like, I'm I'm starting to wonder. Well, how here's the other thing: this with adding Brennan, you have three center fielders out there. Can, like, if they don't, that's a freaking <laughs> art. I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but the defense the is going to be yeah. phenomenal out there. Yep, and you're going to need. Yeah, it. I mean, you do need a you need a little bit of a bench too. Like, like having only three or four guys on the bench makes me very anxious. Well, having Owen that Miller helps. and Tyler Freeman who can play and that, every and then infield you have position, Gonzalez DHing, and he can play yes some outfield um, too. So it's. Yeah. I mean, you can you can kind of get away with a four right, man yeah. bench. Yeah, Absolutely. right in the pinch, right. So I guess the bullpen. I mean, okay. So there's so let's say let's say Brennan can make it. Are we I, there's sure definitely of that? a way he can. There's definitely a way he can. It, it, it appears he can. Whether make or not he's that coming back throws it throws a monkey wrench into the situation. I, I'm not positive on though. Because I did see that Anthony Go stuff too. All right, so let's just say he's on it. So, all right, so let's say that he's on it. 
that's ten guys plus the and those four, four guys, guys in the are rotation. Peter McKenzie, Cal, and fourteen. Savali. Then you're talking the usual. Yep. So there's yep. fourteen. Wait, Steve, you're and saying the usual suspects in the bullpen. Green, by the way, yeah, dude, if he's your force, okay. I'm sorry. Keep on going. God, yeah. Well, you're th- you're at thirteen, yeah. Because I'm nope, saying, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. Hold on, wait. That's you were 13. counting ten with the so, starting lineup, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, plus four. I was, I don't know. I was counting a random pitcher in there. Uh, so thirteen yeah. with the rotation as it sort of currently stands. Um, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. When you count Classe, Karen Check, yep, Stefan Henches, De Los Santos, and Morgan. So that yep. puts you at. 19 guys keep my keep my math going here um we got you 20 with luke maley 21 with yep owen miller 22 with tyler now you're starting to get to those guys where we're yeah yes now you're starting now you can like start to play around with it a little bit so 22 my my reason for sandlin maybe not making it it, though is yeah he's been pitching so infrequently here lately though and of all the guys he's kind of hit a little bit of a speed bump in the last two three weeks i'm saying i would go sandlin or shaw not both I I think yeah I don't want both I'm good. So what does that put us at? That would put us at twenty three twenty twenty two with one of those guys twenty three with one so of those guys twenty we'd have three more spots twenty three. Here's why I, mean, I, I don't think, think Kirk he McCarty might though. probably makes He's a lefty, it. and your only other lefty in the pen is Henches. Having two lefties, not the worst idea. Mm-hmm. And McCarty can, yeah. And McCarty's been giving us some good innings. Exactly, and he can, and he's another guy like Cody Morris, like we mentioned before, who could potentially go two innings. All right, so thirteen. So it's fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. Let's say twenty three with Sandlin. I, well, yeah, twenty three with Shaw. I, I think it would be a very he's not not making cold the day in hell so, that Shaw's left off the roster. <laughs> yeah, so probably Brian Shaw at twenty three. All right, Kirk McCarty's twenty four. You could say Cody Morris is twenty five. You want an outfielder, and now you have one more spot to play with. Well, I think you, you want to do. I think you want an outfielder at that point. Please sack her an outfielder. Because you have no outfielder on the bench. Please sack or Benson. So really, so, so really then it comes down to, it might come down to our original question is, would you put Cody Morris or Zach please on this roster? That's, that's like the, the last. Now what they could do is go. Cause I think if you looked at Cody Morris versus Nick Sandlin on this roster, I think it's Cody Morris all day, every day. Um, sure. Even with the limited amount of time that he's been here. So then it really does, I think, come down to Zach Plesak and Cody Morris. And I, I, I think because Plesak's been out that they might consider. And I'm all about riding the hot hand. Morris, you know, 
I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you know, Zach, you mm-hmm. punched the Absolutely. mound, you broke your finger. You you done gone played yourself, kid. Yeah. Hey man, he'll still get a World Series ring. He still gets the real World Series ring that the other players will get. So that's well, exciting. For and him. I mean, it, there's this like weird. It's kind of a weird. I guess it's a weird mentality because it's like what what well, really is that? Here's the other thing to too. Is like it. if you think about every it. series, you get to reassess. You get to reassess that every series here. So, I mean, maybe there's a situation where true. Cody Morris comes in, you know, game one of the wild card doesn't look so sharp. And we don't see them the next game or two. And then police act takes his spot. So, I mean, like there, I mean, he still could find a way and that would also buy him another week, essentially to work back up, uh, and, you know, get his legs back underneath him too. So that's something to consider. We're probably in deep trouble. If Cody Morris is pitching in that wild card series. I oh mean, <laughs> I think we'd be in deep, I think trouble, really deep trouble. Morris, McCarty, yeah. or Shaw. I guess not. Pitching. Maybe even Eli Morgan, probably. I'd say De Los Santos, Henches, Stefan, Karinchek, and Class A. Or hey guys, or let's be let's be positive. Or yeah, yeah, I, I like where you're going with this. Be positive. Yeah. They want to stay Bieber's arm. We're up we're up fifteen and nothing. It's the fourth inning. Bieber's throwing thirty. 30 pitches and, and Francona's like, Hey, are you good to start game one of the divisional? And he's like, yeah, just like take me out now. And he's like, get the bums. Get the bums. <laughs> the right. bum, That's the bum squad. <laughs> and then Josh is looking at his job saying like, I can hey, make this in interesting. In coach. I can make this like a high level situation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they make him pitch. Like they make him make him pitch the last six innings. Like it's like an old timey game. And he gives Final up like 12 runs. 16 to 12. <laughs> Did you see the 11 spot that Kansas City put on Seattle? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, they they put an 11 spot in one inning. They were down by nine to Seattle, and they get, Seattle gave them 11 runs in like the sixth inning. Man, didn't we do that to them in 2001 or something close to that? Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, Seattle! God, Baltimore. Be, it's got to be tough having a 14 spot out on uh, like that uh, as a Red fan. Sox too. Oh my God! Do the Red Sox. The Red Sox. Don't I, worry. Though I was going to say be, they'll win a World Series next year. That's exactly like, what I was going to say. Is that they'll do they'll do that thing where they they lie low for a year I mean, before like out of nowhere resurrecting like eight careers. Yeah, this year this year the bland ass <laughs> Cardinals win the World Series against Houston, and we'll uh, just like I mean I'm looking at this the Boston lineup and yeah. Whoa. I mean, outside of outside of Bogarts well, and Verdugo, they're going to be. I mean, they're just not a whole lot of guys in that starting lineup that I would really want. Well, endeavors. Yeah, and uh, yeah, 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 endeavors. If only they. I mean, had you're a guy talking like about bets. You're talking about thirty-three percent. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> Maybe they, they should trade for a guy like Mookie Betts. I can't imagine being like a fan of a team that like. You're going to spend two hundred million dollars on payroll, and you give up on a guy like Mookie Betts. Well, like you it, trade him away. That's crazy to me. It's well, the funny other, that we're talking about the Red market. Sox because, and this kind of ties back into the Will Brennan, Miles Straw, Stephen Kwan outfield. 
Remember the outfield they had a few years ago? That was Jackie Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts. No, 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 the, the Red Sox. Uh, Guardians? They had that Mookie Betts. Oh. Uh, uh, Jackie yeah. Bradley yeah, Jr., and yeah. who was the mm-hmm. third guy out there for them? I'm trying to blank. I'm trying to blank. Oh, gosh. But they were all like remember. center fielders again. And it was very remember. like Guardians esque of what we have now, where it was like, you know. Yeah, Mookie mm-hmm. Betts is going to hit his 30 home runs. We don't have a 30 home run type dude. Um, but, like, the other two guys were, like, hitting 200 and had six home runs. And it was just like, yeah, but they're all, like, they're all gold glove caliber outfielders. And it was just like, that, that, I think it was one of the teams right. that made a deep run. Yeah. I mean, that outfield, I mean, think about, remember, uh, what was it, game six of the 2016 World Series where that game got away from them immediately after the adventures yeah. in the outfield with, like, Tyler Naquin. Oh, my God. Remember that? I was trying to get home from work, and that game was not competitive by the time I got home at 6.30. <laughs> Dude, it remember, sucks. that series was so, that was so thin that they were starting Carlos Santana in the damn outfield. Oh my god! I know it was, it was so the gross. NL, but like, damn. stupid pitchers hitting. <laughs> so I, I didn't have any faith when we were up three to one. I was just like, this is the worst. I, I, I don't feel good about any of these games. And lo and behold, uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know the funny. So my I guess my closing thoughts on the postseason is it now draws near, and we'll do our next episode will definitely be like a more, I guess, legit postseason preview. But, um. And maybe we could do one. Ooh, it might be fun doing for like all of Major League Baseball. But anyway, um, I, I got to say, and I don't know if it's just because I'm like riding the high of like 18 wins in 21 games and the September being what it is. But you start to look at this team. Th- this has that feel. And this is what you were saying, Chris, about like the, the 22 game win streak where you start to get a little nervous because it like may have maybe it peaked too early. But I feel like this is like the perfect timing. And. I look at this team now and all of a sudden you're starting to see them and and this is like what you want to feel going into the playoffs where you feel like, Oh, this team can't lose. Like they're, they're too good. Like everything's falling into place. The lineup is top to bottom. Great. The pitching staff is on fire. The bullpen's elite defensively. They're fantastic. It's like all of a sudden you're like, Oh, they can play with anybody. And now I'm just like waiting to get to that series. Because I, I feel like they've got all I, the pieces all of a sudden. I fear nobody right now. I don't. I I fear no teams. I love our starting pitchers. And, I love this. I don't f- fucking bring it on. You call me. You always call me. <laughs> Fab is always calling me at all hours of the night, I screaming fear that he no fears one. nobody. And I don't know what well, he dude, means. I, I, for I first I I prep it. I do the zodiac heavy breathing for like okay. three minutes. I and then like, I scream. I was like so wondering if there was like any right. like other <laughs> substances involved. But anyway, um, sure, maybe no, just just the adrenaline Which that should just a Stephen that, Kwan that grand high slam right cause. there should last us like another like three days. Um, mm. um, Stephen, yeah. you kind of you kind of alluded uh, to something. I, I guess you know. We we have everything wrapped up essentially, you know. 
I, I asked you guys earlier, do you think we could get to 91 wins or 92 wins? Um, what are you guys like going to watch the next week and change? Is, is it going to be that Mariners Tampa jockeying for position? You know, maybe the, maybe the Orioles, you know, keep an eye mm, on who might get like a, might get a rest here and there in our lineup. Like, what is it that you guys are looking to see in the next 10 days? I'm excited to watch. Yep. I, will, I was happy um, Ujos hit his 700th. That was cool. Um, I'll, I'll be watching for Judge to see if he gets a 62. I'll be watching to see how the AL wildcard st- uh, unfolds. And because it involves possibly the craziest, most diluted fan base in baseball. I'll be see- watching the Mets and uh, uh, Braves to see how that all pans out because it would be, <laughs> it would be very Mets of them <laughs> to lead for pretty much all like, four or five days. I and would then love to, like, that. Fumble I would love that. The last week of the season. And then yeah. like, and then have to have yeah. to play a, wi- a wild yeah. card series against like the Padres. Like that would be no joke. So I I know he's struggled, but like I don't want any piece of Juan Soto yeah, in the postseason. Like, you can you know. carry a team, especially in a three game series. A lineup, <laughs> a lineup with Juan Soto and Manny Machado is still oh. an absurd lineup. Yeah. So yeah. no, I don't want that. Um, I think I actually okay. So all the things you mentioned are solid, and, and I I would be interested in the jockeying for the last wild card spot in the AL. But I'm actually I'm. I'm kind of like because they locked it up. I'm like sort of doing like a like a vacation from the AL for a second, and I'm gonna go back okay. and like I think I might pay attention to that NL wild card yeah. race because that's pretty fun. Like right. it's so close that, and I know the AL one is too. But like the thing is with like the A, you know, with the baseball season, you you get so wrapped up down the stretch with like what's going on in your league. No. That you really don't even pay attention to the NL. Like every day, I'm watching. I'm like, I'm right. I'm paying attention to the AL. Who won? What What are the standings? What did the you know who did what? Whereas, like, I kind of just give a cursory glance to the NL, and it might be nice to like check out like a Phillies or oh yeah Brewers game because I'd love to see the Brewers. No, they're they're they're, they're like and, a, kid, oh, a kindred spirit of the, of the NL. Schedule. So yes. it would be cool to ooh baby. Got two more against St. Louis at home against Miami and at home against the Diamondbacks. Ooh, baby. Are, I, I like are that. So important right now. And, and yeah, that that's nice. a good they're kindred spirits. They're they're uh I've had this conversation with a lot of folks um just about Great Lakes cities, you know, whether it be baseball, football. Uh, even basketball to an extent, but you know, anytime there's a Great Lakes team trying to do something good, and they're not playing one of my teams, I'm I'm here for it. So count me in on Milwaukee and hoping they slide in and knock the Phillies out. Phillies don't deserve it this year. Sorry, Philadelphia. Yeah, I. I mean, the Phillies are interesting to me because, mm-hmm. I mean, they have some pitching, but I feel like yeah. the 
and it would be fun to see Bryce Harper back. Um, I think he came back finally, didn't he? Um, I think God, he's back. Like, yeah. Oh gosh, it's been a minute um, since I've checked in on them. They have like some decent pitching. They have some fun personalities, but but yeah, it's kind of like I, I don't see like the what Phillies are the Phillies going to do in a series? Going anywhere. you know, like what are they really going to do this year? They're probably going to twins it up and get swept. <laughs> Yeah, especially, especially, yeah, especially when you like the NL is going to be a. I'm psyched for the postseason for the NL because that is going to be a slaughter. The Braves was the Dodgers, the Mets, the, um, the Braves. I mean, Saint, the Braves and St. Louis always they plays. find another gear. I mean, the they're St. The, Louis is slated to play. Yep, they do, and they always play the Dodgers super tough and Dodgers. Hate them so much. And it's amazing. Yeah. Also, and you you didn't even mention the Padres. Oh, in that yeah, line, and it's scene. just like out of nowhere. Yeah. Here's the like, other oh, thing too the with the, the Cardinals, the Fabs, that you Padres. as you were you know giving them their 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 due. Um, how cool would it be to see you know Wainwright and Yachty and uh, Pujols you know have one more go at it, like. Super nostalgic, obviously. I'm sure that would be fun. It would. I mean, as annoying as their yeah, fans I've are, liked like, them too. I really like. I, um, I've always liked Albert Pujols. I've always liked Adam Wainwright. I, I don't cra- like Yachty. He's annoying, but like, I like the other guys. Am I like crazy or like? <laughs> who, well, we who named is in that uh, twenty percent of it already. In Wainwright. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, um, I know. Like Jack Flaherty floats around in there, but dude, like, that's a really nameless. Who the team. hell else is in that rotation? <laughs> it really, yeah, really uh, is. Was he Paul Goldschmidt and, and Nolan Arenado? Uh, you got two. You got the two John, NL MVP um, candidates. Yeah, Donovan, Paul Dijon, Donovan. Um, oh. Dude. The best base, the best name in all of baseball, Lars Newtbar. I just like the name. I just like the name. Yeah, you like <laughs> Lars Newtbar. Um, Who's in that rotation? Should, t- yeah, here we go. Is, oh, j- um, tell me right now. Oh, uh, Mikolas, Miles Mikolas, uh, Flaherty. Flaherty's oh, only okay. pitched twenty nine. That's right. Yeah, though. Montgomery. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Jordan Montgomery got traded there. Dude, the Yankees are so uh, stupid. <laughs> They're so stupid. Quintana. Jose Quintana. Oh, yeah. did they trade they traded for him? Okay. Boy, that's that is not a rotation that would necessarily the Cardinals scare me, are but always like, that team that doesn't the scare funny you. Like, and then you're like, then you look at them and you're like, that's a solid team. Yeah, but Yeah, and, and then, then you blink and well, you're down three to one. Best in a of series to him, four, yeah. Or best of seven. Yeah, they're they're about as anonymous. Aside, from I mean, the they, that team really MVP has candidates. like seven dudes um, on it. That like, boy, they have a lot of fans could probably name. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, there's a. Although I'd be yeah, curious. the Dodgers are a pitching factory, man. <laughs> oh yeah, because I, I was like, who? I was like, who is in their rotation? And like Julio uh, Arias, Tyler Anderson's like randomly. 15 and 4 with a 2.5 ERA. Oh, and, they, yeah. and Walker Bueller like, was well, lost whatever. for the year, and they're just like, oh, well. 
Yeah, they after they lost Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw is like their third starter with a two point four two ERA. Jesus. Um, the Dodgers. The Dodgers are the it's crazy. Yeah, the Indians, <clears throat> but with money, or Guardians, I should say, with money. Yeah. Well, there's oh a reason God. why Freeman. The, uh, the, the there's a reason why Freeman left the Rays. Yeah. To go run the Dodgers, he just wanted he wanted but, to yeah, run the Dodgers like, like the Rays, but get. with unlimited like, resources. Smart business, yeah, and smart baseball decisions yeah. coupled with you know no uh, restrictions on payroll equal good things. Shocker. Also, I didn't mention Tony Gonsolin, sixteen and one with a two point one ERA. And a point hey, we do have some whip. good whips on our bullpen. Oh God. I was taking a look at some uh, wow. some of those statistics. It's true. I think I think Sam Hench's whip <laughs> God, in September insane. is like .23. That is insane. Like it's insane. <laughs> it, it's he's having like the best September oh of any reliever in baseball. It's crazy. Jesus, like. So, oh. mm. all right, very um, much. This is all very exciting. But what what do you what do you have like? What do you have to like uh, close it out, Chris? No, you, I think uh, we all. I think we covered like, it all. I think for me, it's going to be that jockeying for uh, the AL Wild Card. Um, I'll be pulling for the Brewers. You know, like I said, I uh, I, I think I'd rather see them make it. Over, um, you know, over, uh, over Philly, um, you know, that, that Atlanta and the Mets situation, that'd be fun. I, I guess if I had my, my, my druthers, I'd, I'd love to see Dodgers, Braves, one and two. Mets fall down and play the Padres, and the Padres just, you know, kind of get reinvigorated. And uh, Milwaukee to to slide in there and, you know, play the the Cardinals in the NL. And then, you know, on our side, um, really kind of just mostly concerned about, you know, whoever we get. And uh, I think I kind of want Tampa, but I'm not positive. So... Um. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough when you have to like. It's tough when you have to say, "Well, I guess I'll take Tampa." And I mean, they all they ever well do is do well. And that lineup, yeah, I mean, they is always play well like, in October, no matter what. I mean, so we think we don't hit home runs and have guys who hit for three hundred. Those that 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 team. I was looking at their roster earlier today. They they seem to find guys that we just cast off like. Harold Ramirez and Yandy Diaz. I mean, we've talked about some of those guys on the show before. Just like they're just, just dude. Bar- just, Harold Ramirez he's got like is a three fifteen batting yeah, average, unbelievable. With like this seven year. home runs. It's like okay, <laughs> like yeah, like just my goodness. Like yeah, he, he's. So a beast I don't want to go up against year. a team of like two eighty plus hitters. You know. They literally, oh, like, Corey no Kluber, joke, like, that team like, literally uh, has, like, Guardians castaways. Cleveland cast-offs. Which reminds me, like, I'm, 
It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the usual, yeah. the usual Yandy Diaz. Now it's Corey yeah. Kluber. Uh, that JP Fireson, Fire Rising, Fire Rising. He uh, he was an, he was a cast off or a trade in a trade. Um, so yeah, you're right. I mean, it's about a handful. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, you know, just kind of looking at the, okay. the bottom of the the playoff picture, I guess for me and and and, and probably the judge thing too. You know, yeah, uh, Fabs Fabs. No, it's cool. I mean, it's super cool. I love that he's doing it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I also think here, my last final thought on Judge is I think it's awesome because now the Yankees will be yeah. absolutely well, forced to overpay for him. But in his defense, and right it now, will further debilitate them. He would win the triple crown. Yeah. Like, uh, well, that's what I'm, yeah. I mean, no doubt, but like. He turned down an insane deal, and now like the Yankees will be like, yeah, "What do we like have to give you? Like forty million dollars, Judge, to stay or here? No, he's older. He's older. Never mind. We we talked about this last he's time. Like, thought, isn't he thirty? Right? He's, he's uh, thirty. Yeah, yeah, thirty. He's thirty. Thirty. Yeah, I was gonna say he'll. Be, well, just after the, the he'll start be thirty-one of the when the season starts next year. What an I looked old at, ass I, motherfucker. I did look it up to see if he had any no, he chance was at all old. to hit 700. I mean, he, it's like no way was, in, in hell. Oh, he was 24. Only, he was 24 when he yeah, broke into the league. He needed like three seasons before. Yeah, he just. He needed to be one of those 21 year Like that's all the guys who do that are always like 19, 20 year yep. old. And well, here's he, what, like here's hit the ground really hurt by year 21, was, 22. Yep. I mean, if he averages 50, I think if he averages like 53 home runs a year for like the next nine years. But here's the thing that hurt him. Then, yeah. Between 2018 and 2020, (laughs) he played. Now, granted, the one year was was the COVID 60 game season. But he only played in 242 games. Well, that's the thing. He's also super injury prone. So, like, he put it all together this year. But like, I guess, yeah, no, like he would have, yeah, yeah. His rookie season, I mean, he came up in 2016, but he only played in 27 games. So still at his rookie status for 2017. I'm glad he came really yeah, that, hit that, the that wasn't, in 2017. That, wasn't, uh, that didn't annoy me at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. So we get Chipper Jones in 95. This douchebag like, in 2017. Like, my God. <laughs> Don't even. And will we get Wander Franco this year? Who knows? We're going to get the Seattle. Oh. We're going to get the guy from Seattle this year. Oh, yeah. Julio Rodriguez. Oh, my God. Yeah. Before we talk yeah, ourselves into anything. Let's get yeah. out of here before we jinx ourselves anymore. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Well, uh, we will have another episode before the playoffs start, so we will have more uh, prep for you on that. But until then, uh, rate, review, subscribe, all the good stuff as always. And um, you can catch some of our writing at awaybackgone.com, and we will catch you guys soon. <laughs>